Hey, welcome in everybody to the first edition of the Topic Fandom Podcast, part of the Believe Network. I'm your host, Dylan Huntzinger, and uh, I'm joined by a couple people that I want to introduce my co-host today. So first of all, we've got Alex Roig. Alex, how are you, sir? I, I'm doing great, man. I'm just, I'm ready to get this thing popped off. It was a, it was a brainchild of ours, and you know, I'm, I'm I'm happy to see it come to to fruition now. Let's see how we can mess this up. Hey, I got to tell you what, we work fast too. Like, I think you texted me about this like last week and it was like, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, like, I literally, I literally texted you. I literally texted you like one of my daughter's volleyball games. And I was like, hell, why not? Let's do this. So, hey, yeah. That's what I do, man. That's my, that's my obsessive personality. As soon as something like hits, it's just, it just happens. But it's not just me and you, man. It's not just a tandem. It's not just a duo. You know, in the process, we had to come up with some um, artistic things. We had to come up with some, uh, you know, just, you know, other choices. And we wanted to have another voice in this. And, you know, we wanted to have a feminine voice. And I couldn't think of anybody better to have on this podcast than my lovely wife, Chelsea, who's rocking the Pikachu headphones for the fandom podcast. Chelsea, how are you? I'm great. And (laughs) very awkward. (laughs) Yeah. So this is Chelsea's uh, first podcast. Uh, Me and Alex actually have a podcast where we talk about Thunder Basketball, Top Thunder Podcast. If you guys want to check us out, definitely do that. We're available anywhere you listen to podcasts. But this isn't about Thunder basketball. It's not about the Thunder. It's not about any of that. It's about <clears throat> all things fandom. It's not just Marvel, not just DC, Game of Thrones. Um, Alex put Lord of the Rings in the bio. I've never seen Lord of the Rings hand up. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. I fix that. Hey, hey, a couple, hey, a couple years ago, I told you I had never seen Harry Potter. So mm-hmm. And you know, there's there's a slice of of the population that has seen and has you know completely taken in Harry Potter. My daughter, I have a daughter that loves Harry Potter, and we're going to we're going to Disney uh, later on this year, mm-hmm. and we're literally going to Universal just so we can go to the Harry Potter section. There you go. Exactly. So we're spending like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for that, but you know, she she wants to see it. She loves Harry Potter, and so. I've I've actually watched a couple movies. I've I've seen them once. Can I tell you that I remember too much? Probably not, but I, I get the gist of Harry Potter. So yeah. Right. Potterheads. I, I I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, and also, you know, we're, we're gonna cover Harry Potter. Um in in the process of this podcast, me and she'll, Chelsea will probably she'll watch she'll be a guest. Rings. She'll be a guest on that show. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, me and Chelsea will probably watch War of the Rings. Alex will probably finish Harry Potter and all that, like sometime in, in the vicinity of this, but also Star Wars. I mean, you know, just just all things fandom. The boys, like we love the boys. The boys oh, is yes. awesome television. We'll cover the boys. They're gonna be in hiatus for a while, but yeah. Uh, this, for 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 adults only. Yes, absolutely. Children should not be watching that one. <laughs> absolutely not. I'm <laughs> Some not adults even sure should adults should be watching it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they they did some things in this last season. It was it was wild, but it my, was fun. My anaconda don't want none. <laughs> all right, but yeah, you know, like I said, you know, we're we're talking all things fandom. This is a podcast for all things fandom. So, uh, whether that be eating your flaming hot Cheetos with chopsticks or discussing yeah. if Captain America was a virgin, we're gonna be covering it all. So, and you know, what better jumping off point than to talk about the newest Disney Plus show for Marvel, uh, She Hulk. And I, I was very excited for the show. 
I know people had some mixed reactions, you know, kind of going into it. Um, I, I was super hyped whenever I heard about the casting. Um, you know, I never watched Orphan Black, but I know Tatiana Maslany. Uh, if I'm butchering that name, I apologize. Um, <laughs> I, I know she's like a critically acclaimed actress. And, you know, I, I was excited to see her on the big screen. And then whenever Mark Ruffalo was announced to be coming onto the show and like, you know, we saw the clips of him in the trailer. Super stoked. So before yeah. I say that I was super excited for every part of the show, let's let's just jump right into it. So, you know, we kind of opened the show and she's giving like a dissertation, like her closing arguments. Um, but it's, you know, it's like a rehearsed thing that she's giving to her colleagues to, you know, kind of pass the test. And, you know, as it like slowly pans out, you see a lot of things on the shelf. I don't know, Alex, like I, I was talking to Chelsea about it, but like there was a lot of Easter eggs, you know, on that shelf. Um, I think she's like a UCLA alum. So shout out Russell Westbrook. Um, <laughs> there was a book that said bad a women on there. And, you know, oh, okay. I didn't, so I, I didn't look at all that. I actually, I actually, the bar scene was more where I looked at the stuff around her, but see, I didn't we'll get into see, that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. I'm glad you paid attention to that because I didn't get there. So, but yeah, it was a, uh, you know, it, it was fun to see, you know, her established like immediately, like, hey, like, not only is this what I do, like, this is my stuff. Like, I'm, I'm good at this. I own this crap. And immediately we see her break the fourth wall and, you know, that's, that's not something we've seen a lot in media outside. in general, but yeah, but like yeah, Deadpool, outside of Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool's all we got. Um, Chelsea, you know, I know you got some opinions on this show. How did you feel about the fourth wall breaking? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't dislike it, but sometimes it feels corny when that's not like the characters, like, thing like it is for Deadpool but it was fine I thought I, so I thought they did a good job of like not having too much of it yeah. like Deadpool like like Ryan Reynolds is, he's just a natural like comedian like, like he has a comic shtick to him and he just <clears> naturally <throat> knows you know how to work that camera and how to work that whole breaking the fourth wall thing I thought they did a good job of like just introducing that little aspect into the show but also knowing that it's not going to happen all the time. I hope, I hope they don't do it all the time. I hope it's just like interspersed here and there. And, and, it, and it adds a little bit more of that comic relief. There's been a little bit of it sprinkled in in other projects, but never them speaking to the camera, just mm -hmm. like randomly making eye contact where you're like, Oh, do they know something that Jim we don't know? The office. Yeah. But not in like a funny way, mm. almost in like a, like, I'm watching you watching me kind of way. Yeah. I, so I, I found it funny that scene whenever, wherever, you know, wherever Bruce is, is training her and she turns around and she starts talking to the camera and he looks at her like, what the hell are you doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like it almost felt like, it almost felt like, you know, one of our kids, I don't know if your kids do this, but like, you know, my kids will be like vlogging themselves doing something and like, <laughs> I'll be in the, I'll be in the kitchen freaking like, you know, cooking something. They walking around with a camera and I'm and with, with their phone. And I'm just like, the hell are you doing? Like, no. I have probably 50 videos on my phone of AJ vlogging himself going, what's up? It's your boy, AJ. 
So that that same face that we make all the time was the face that Bruce yeah. Banner made at that moment. I was like, I recognize that face right there. Oh yeah, it's it was amazing, man. And like you know what what was interesting to me in that moment, like in that scene, it's like you know obviously whenever she first broke the fourth wall she was like saying okay so this is how it ended up here and so okay you're taking us back um i don't remember how long was did it say four months am i am i right on that or was it, it was that? several weeks i think it's a okay no, i'm just i'm just terrible i'm terrible with units of time and measurements and stuff that's cool um but you know like obviously we knew it was going to be like a throwback and so i was thinking okay maybe we're going to see how the whole fourth wall thing comes about but they just kind of threw it in there, like in that bar scene. Like, you know, I I don't know. That was weird, right? Like that she just started doing that with no explanation. So from what from what I gather is that they had to do a couple reshoots on this on this show because from what I from from what I hear, um, shout out to to new rock stars. Uh they mentioned on their podcast that the whole introduction part of like her story, her introduction story was going to come in the eighth episode, not the first episode. But I guess they saw how it kind of flowed. And so they kind of brought it back to the first episode. But within that, you know, I guess they had to do some cutting of some scenes. And and so the whole bar mm-hmm. scene, I think that was probably supposed to be a little bit more. But they just kind of ended it with like Bruce tackling her and then her waking <clears throat> up in, in Mexico. I didn't even realize Bruce tackled her until they said it. Maybe uh, I'm just an idiot. <laughs> it, like, it was very much like a boyer. Exactly. Yeah. It happened in the flash. And so if you're not paying attention, or if you're watching on your phone or something like that, you may not necessarily see it. Um, but yeah, definitely. Like, you know, it, it, you can tell that there was some parts there in, in the introduction that seemed a little bit off, seemed like they were reshoots, seemed like they were, you know, cut and spliced and, and certain types of things. And so, you know, Marvel does a great job of editing that stuff, but you can still see that the the continuity of it was a little bit jagged. Yeah, and, you know, we talked about before the pod, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road in terms of how we do this because we've got to kind of got to establish our rhythm about how we're doing this. But, you know, I, I don't want to go beat for beat for like, you know, I don't want to recap the episode like we're doing a rewatch. No, but, yeah. Um, so let, let me ask you this, uh, Alex, you know, as I mentioned, you know, kind of, you know, leading up into the recap, um, there was a lot of negativity around the cgi for she-hulk specifically and you know they released a trailer you know i think like a month ago and everybody said mm-hmm. that it looked better but like in the show like how did you feel about cgi you know since since i'm proclaiming you a cgi expert in this moment how did you feel about <laughs> really it? okay uh so much much better than the initial trailer that came out you know a couple months ago <laughs> mm-hmm. um as i don't know like i like I don't, I don't necessarily key in on that unless it looks terrible, um, and and it was it didn't look terrible to me, and mm-hmm. so you know she kind of she kind of looked a little bit because the thing is she's a skinnier version of Bruce Banner. Like Bruce Banner's a lot more thicker, he's a lot more, and so she's a lot skinnier of a version of that. And so she looked kind of like an avatar just you know a a greenish colored avatar whenever she's jumping and you know they're they're jumping from place to place she's coming up from the cliff you know after he pushed her you know she looks very avatarish which is fine which is okay you know i'm not necessarily focused on that you know the when they were fighting it was very crisp it was very clean 
uh, whenever she was fighting against uh, is it Tatiana Tatiana or Tit- Titania? I think Titania. Titania. Yes. Titania. They they focus on her Titianas, uh, but yeah, Titania. <laughs> so whenever she's fighting against her, you know, in, in the courtroom, it's very clean. So CGI, I I don't, you know, I'm not a CGI Nazi. I just want those. I just want those scenes to be clean. They were. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the the thing that kind of works against uh, She-Hulk CGI is, you know, Hulk. Like his CGI, like his render was on, was done in like a multi-million dollar like movie yeah. budget. And they've just been able to carry that over through projects, through projects. And, you know, that's that's where it is like in the show. Like that was done in like a multi-million dollar budget. And mm-hmm. so... She-Hulk's CGI isn't like inherently bad, but compared to, you know, multi-million dollar render, like, you know, it, it does look a little weird. Now, I also think a lot of it's, you know, just kind of like the facial hair and the natural aging on, uh, on you know, Smart Hulk's face, like, you know, because, you know, Bruce is older than... Um, Why? You know, Why Walters. Smart Hulk? Why... <laughs> Yeah, Smart Chelsea Hulk. was very upset. <laughs> I have quarrels, and I'm upset about this. So, so what are your quarrels? Because I mean, is it a, a not lot, Professor a, Hulk? Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it, it, that's so you're what just I, looking at the adjective. You're just yeah, at the why adjective. Smart Hulk? That sounds stupid. When we all <laughs> know him as Professor Hulk, just call him Professor Hulk. Well, maybe it's it's because it might be confused for Professor X. The Professor part is already taken by another character that may be coming soon yeah maybe i don't know but smart sounds dumb so (laughs) let me let me ask you this so so it was an origin story it was a lot of her origin as far as becoming uh she hulk uh so the accident that caused her to Mm -hmm. you know drip you know caused her blood to mix in with bruce's blood which is as far as you know, hygiene ill, but <laughs> you know, but um, so before that crash happened, of course, you saw one of those, you know, ships from Sakar that is what caused them to swerve and to go ahead and crash. So, my question to you is who do you think is on that ship? And then, mind you, I don't know if you saw the one shots that were that were on Disney Plus, um, with Thor and um. Grandmaster wasn't one of them, but Thor. I, I guess it's like between, like before. Oh Thor yeah, like Civil War and uh, yeah, exactly. Ragnarok. Yeah, so he's so he's chilling in Australia and he finds a friend. I think his friend's Darryl. name is Dean or Daryl, Daryl yeah. or Dean or something like that. And he's roommates with Dean for a little bit, and then Dean moves to L.A. and he finds a roommate there, and the roommate happens to be the Grandmaster, and so. <laughs> The Grandmaster is in the United States, so maybe, you know, that was the Grandmaster, or maybe. See, I think it was um, his second in command, the lady. I don't. I forgot what her name was. Uh, the thicker lady. Yeah, I can't remember what her name is. Yeah, I, I think it might be her, but I, I think this is kind of, you know, this might be setting up, you know, World War Hulk, or, or you know, w- World Breaker Hulk. You know, that storyline, um, mm-hmm. and you know, they're going to introduce his son Scar. So. I just thought it was very interesting, and I just thought it kind of sets things up for the future. The one thing I picked up on was he said, when you, or he said something about become a Hulk. 
like not I'm Hulk. It's like when you become a Hulk or when, when you're you become a Hulk. a Hulk. Like there's others, as if yeah. To imply there's others, which we've seen Abomination. I guess he's technically, you know, a Hulk. But there was definitely an implication that there's another Hulk or other Hulks about. Yeah. And, yes, you know, see, I said, you know, we're going to be debating on if Captain America is a virgin. Like now we're debating on if the Hulk is a virgin. <laughs> Not Bruce Banner, but the Hulk. You know, he said he was in space for two years. I mean, hey, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like uh, like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park would say, life finds a way. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. No, I, I, I could absolutely see the whole World War, world war Hulk. I don't know why it's so That's, hard. To I say. can't say it, it it's very. It's difficult to say World War World War Hulk. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I could definitely see it being that, but I could also see it maybe possibly tying into Secret Invasion. Um, you know, with the whole okay. scroll Korea War thing. You know, obviously Sakar isn't necessarily like connected to the Cree or the scroll directly but something as expansive and impactful as a war between two of like the biggest alien races in the galaxy could absolutely cause you know the people of Sakaar coming to their champion because the Hulk was their champion at the end of you know Ragnarok when he left Sakaar he was still like their reigning champion coming to their champion for help like you know asking for help so I could see well, not just not just that. I mean, in Thor, Love and Thunder, we had at the end we had the introduction of Hercules, and one of the mm-hmm. biggest foes for Hercules is Hulk, and so maybe Hercules is off fighting in Sakaar. Maybe Hercules is now the grand champion. Maybe it's Beta Ray Bill, Beta, Beta Ray Bill, Please, know, whoever. Don't tease you me. You know, <laughs> but you know that may be a situation where that may call him back to Sakaar for whatever, and they may be, they may be using his son as like a hostage they may, they may be using his son as collateral uh for him to come back so i don't know i just i, I thought it was very interesting and i thought I, I thought it was not done not on purpose like that ship was there because that ship is a symbol of sakar and so eventually he either has to go back or he's already gone back or whatever uh, so that will come to play here in the future yeah chelsea had a her first thought um in that car accident was what chelsea <laughs> I don't remember. As soon as the ship came down and how... Oh, I said, why do people swerve like that so dramatically? (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's only... I mean, it does happen in real life, but, like, TV shows, like, make it so much more dramatic than it (laughs) needs to be. As as someone who has hit two deer in his lifetime while traveling on the highway... I do know that you do not swerve. You no. just you, you just keep, hit you, it. Keep your hand on the wheel. And you just kind of move slightly, and if you hit it, you hit it. You know, but you do not swerve when you're going at those speeds. So yeah, yeah. no, yeah, kind of sticking with the wreck. You know, <clears throat> um, Alex. I, you know, I was talking to Chelsea whenever we was watching it. Um, I immediately like my thought was like, oh, this is how she gets her powers. Like I, I my head immediately went to like she's about to go unconscious. She's gonna need a blood transfusion. Bruce yeah. is gonna give her blood. And then Chelsea was like, what do you mean? She's like, she's up. She's fine. Like, she's she's just cut. Like, Bruce is the one that's, like, hurt. And, you know, lo and behold, like, you know, that's what happened. You know, kind of like you alluded to, Bruce was cut open. And it was interesting that, like, his blood literally just, like, falling on the skin mm-hmm. was enough to, like, 
transform her. Well, she, she had a she had an open wound also. Mm. So it yeah, was yeah, a blood transfusion. Cut on her arm. So it wasn't it, wrong. Yeah, well, much, I it, mean, it that's was a sort of blood transfusion per yeah, se. Yeah. Not an intentional one, but yeah. Yeah, details, details, whatever. But yeah, man. So uh, that was really cool to see, and you know, kind of uh, one of the big like themes. Not even theme. Like one of the the thing that really that I enjoyed was <laughs> just the inferiority complex that Bruce had to go <laughs> through. Like he's sitting here trying <laughs> yeah. to explain to her, like this is how you do it. It's going to take you so long. It took me 15 years. And like, she just starts playing with them, man. She's like, anything yeah. you could do, I could do better. Like it's the old game well, commercials. I thought, I thought that was, I thought that was very interesting as far as, as far as their relationship, number one, but I thought it was very interesting that, you know, he, he was completely surprised at how her hoped them manifested itself as compared to his manifestation of the Hulk Mm -hmm. whereas his is more like it's almost like a DID type situation you know it's like a dissociative Mm -hmm. you know identity disorder Mm -hmm. where it's two different you know two different personalities and when whenever they first whenever he first became the Hulk you know he would not remember whenever he became Bruce Banner the memories of the Hulk or you know what he did while he was the Hulk whereas you know she Hulk she was just like okay, I can kind of turn it off and turn it on, you know, anytime I want. And I love like that. I love that, that conversation they had where she was like, look, I've learned how to control my anger throughout my entire lifetime. As far as being a woman, you know, you mm-hmm. get caught cat called on the street, you know, you have, you know, you have male coworkers that are saying that you're inferior, you know, all this and that. And so I've learned to control my anger. And so I thought that was a very like powerful statement. Number one, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of cool because, you know, whenever you think of like men versus women, and I, and I love to like, I love to think back to those videos where guys put on the uh, the tens units on their on their abdomen to kind of show them mm-hmm. how like the the PMS period period mm-hmm. pain is, and like they can never get to ten. Like by five, they're already taking it off. They're like, what the hell? And like women are like, you know, that's me every you know every three weeks. Yeah, that's uh, nothing. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, women are like, yeah, that's me every three weeks. So it just kind of showed that women have like this sort of strength and their ability to control their rage, control their emotions is sometimes misguided or misinterpreted in media than it is in real life. Yeah, Chelsea, you, you want to you wanna talk about your thyroid levels? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. She, she be hawking on you, she be hawking on you, Dylan? She, uh, Let's just say no, like, she's, she's a superwoman. I've apparently been very ill and carrying on as if nothing is wrong with me. So it's a perfect indication. I mean, of hey, how... that's, that's women right there. You know, you know, my yeah. wife, she's four C sections and you know, she has, you know, a disease here, a disease there. It's just like she just carries on. You know, just the the strength of a woman is 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 very strong. And so I think that kind of shows itself on this in this series. And I think Jennifer Walters, Tatiana Maslany is going to do a great job of representing that and carrying that forward in the series. Yeah, and and also shows like, you know, I, I think Bruce did a good job of representing like, you know, the average male. Like, I never thought about that. Like, I never mm-hmm. even considered that. Like, you would be better at this than me because yeah, 
you know, I had such a hard time. So I just thought you was going to have a hard time. So, well, I think he like really resisted it too. And she was obviously already aware of his like journey and experience Mm -hmm. and like coming and accepting it. So she had a jumping off point that he also didn't have a bit of an advantage from that regard. But like, yeah, he like super resisted it for the longest time. Whereas she was just like, okay, well, what else can I do? But just it be what it is. And I think, I think with, with Hulk, you see like a, you see a situation where it's primal versus civilized. Mm -hmm. So whenever he's the Hulk, like his, you know, his reptilian brain takes over and it's, you know, it's definitely fight or flight and it's the fight part of it. Whereas when he's Bruce, it's more of a, probably a flight type thing, use my mind. And so you kind of see the whole, you know, the dichotomy of the fight or flight, you know, responses when it comes to Bruce and when it comes to to Hulk. Um, Whereas I think She-Hulk can kind of meld the two and make them very successful together. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed and just appreciated their dynamic. Uh, I thought that, you know, the two actors, Bruce, uh, Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo and Tatiana Maslany, both played off each other really well. Um, the fight scene, like, you know, it was one of the more uh, humorous and also, like, just enjoyable fight scenes because nobody was really getting hurt. It was just, you know, them both trying to make a point and uh, <laughs> just – the surfboard and the coconuts just repeatedly hitting <laughs> like breaking his glasses and making it matter matter like uh, crap like that kills me like i was telling chelsea before we was watching i was just watching tiktok i'm like the little water bottle like on the string of like a ceiling fan and people like uh-huh. yeah. i could watch those for hours man i never get sick of it <laughs> yeah like, yeah this just that kind of situational comedy i really appreciate it. but um what? So am I the only? Am I the only one? Real quick, whenever they were in the in the in his lair, uh, and he was analyzing her blood, and he said, "Ah, you you know, it's a rare combination of genetic factors that allow that allow us to synthesize gamma radiation." Did anybody think mutants? Real quick, am I am I the only one that thought mutants? Real quick, I would just like more information on. I don't even know how they're related. I would love just a little bit more. In, I know they're cousins, but like, yeah, okay, cousins. how? Like, I, I, I think just we're going to get more information into that. there. I think we're going to get more into that because they, you know, he mentioned a cousin, Ched, who's the real genius. He said, "Oh yeah." So we'll see if cousin Ched makes an appearance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in terms of appearances, like this show's going to have a lot. Like we've seen Wong in the trailer. Obviously, we've seen De- Daredevil in the trailer. Like there's a lot of rumored appearances that are going to be taking place. Like this show's going to be fun. And like honestly, like you know, people were annoyed with uh, the episode length and how many episodes it's going to be. But like I, I really enjoyed it for what it was. Um, one Why last- were they annoyed by the length? Uh, just because like it's so bite-sized like you know they didn't feel like they could get enough it's content 38 minutes yeah i you know i wonder i, I know it's they've like released six minutes shorter than the other ones <laughs> and every episode has a post credit <clears throat> yeah oh. that's fun that's fun yeah. oh yeah that that reveal <laughs> captain america <laughs> that was funny 
Uh, last thing that I had to say about it, and then you know, I'll kick it off to y'all and see if y'all have any final thoughts. But um, whenever you know she first comes to at Bruce's, you know, beach hut, and she goes downstairs in the lab, and he's like, "Hey, like you know, you're like you were saying, Alex, like you know, your blood was able to synthesize and you know is able to take the gamma radiation like better than you know I would have thought, like you know, all this stuff." And he's like, "I was able to take what I learned about your blood and." A, you know, transfuse it to my arm and my arm's completely healed. I'm good now. <clears throat> and the last time we saw the Hulk, last time we saw Bruce Banner was the post-credit scene in Shang-Chi whenever him, Captain Marvel, and Wong. Wong was Rhodey there? I thought there was three holograms and then Wong was like physically there. Possibly. Okay, yeah. Anyways, it's details. It's not important, but he very clearly had a sling still on his body, like still hold on his arm in that post-credit scene. So that tells us timeline-wise, She-Hulk, or at least the origin of She-Hulk, takes place after the post-credit scene of Shang-Chi. Yeah, in terms of the importance of that, I don't know, but I, I do think that it's just fun to note, like in terms of timeline, like establishing a timeline. You know, it helps me out anyways. Yeah, the yeah, timeline's did. super fuzzy for me at this point. <laughs> I'm just going with the flow. <laughs> I can't keep up with it anymore. So, yeah. I mean, I, I guess one final thought for me was I really enjoyed the kind of waxing poetic on the relationship between Bruce Banner and Tony Stark. You know, it... Mm-hmm. it you don't really see it too much in like the Avenger movies and you see them and you see them as like intellectual, intellectual, like uh very similar as compared to like Captain America, Thor, you know, they were, they were the intellectuals of the group um, in the Avenger movies. But like you see, you know, during the blip, how much they connected probably because again, through their, through their intelligence, they were probably able to kind of, you know, talk about how to how to defeat Thanos, how to you know how to get over this, and so it, to me, it seems like they developed a very good relationship, and it seems like you know he misses him a lot. You know, he misses Tony Stark, mm-hmm. um, and you can see that in the different things in the bar, in the uh, you know in his in his story of of how that bar was created and how that lab was created. Yeah, I also do like BB the- and TS. Yeah. I do like the uh, um, the kind of callback. You know, Marvel's done this a little bit in the past. You know, they did it with Mandarin and Shang-Chi. Kind of just retconning things that didn't make sense. Um, whenever uh, he was talking to uh, Jennifer about how he was able to power down, he was like, you know, what Natasha would sing me a lullaby. She's like, how does that work exactly? It's like, you know, can't really explain it. Because <laughs> it was stupid. <laughs> I like I, I like her voice. <laughs> Chelsea, did you have any final thoughts on the episode? Um, no, I don't think so. Chelsea, well, said the only other take... oh, go ahead. The only the only thing that really bothers me is her hair as She Hulk. No one else probably cares, but I don't <laughs> understand why her hair is curly when she's regular and then long. And like wavy, I know that's what She Hulk is supposed to look like, and that's fine. 
why wouldn't her hair just be that way when she's regular then? Why does it change back and forth? I don't understand. But that's just a personal problem that I'll have to deal with. <laughs> that gamma radiation. It's like a, it's like Frankenstein's wife. Whenever you see her, it's like she's been shocked. That's what her hair looks like. Well, okay. The answer to that is she was shocked and electrocuted. <laughs> well, she's shocked with gamma radiation when she turns into Hulk. But then I, her hair would be not straight. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it and it probably should yeah. stay that way when she goes back to normal. But you know, I like that observation, Chelsea. I like that. Yeah. That's what this I've is why we have a woman here. on the podcast. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> never would have thought about that. Um, Chelsea, you know, you did say you was going to take notes before we uh, started watching the show, and you took one note. What was your note? It was the thing I said earlier about more hulks. Okay, gotcha. Good deal. Well, good deal. In the future, we will we'll take more notes, but hopefully, you guys uh, enjoyed the pod. This was the pod. That was She Hulk episode one. Overall, I enjoyed it. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to throw something in here. So uh, I think at the end of every episode, but no, ever, no matter what it might be, whether it's Marvel, Game of Thrones, DC, whatever, anything that we're reviewing, I'm going to give it a scale. I want us to kind of scale it. And how I want to scale it is two thumbs up, one thumb up, fist, thumb down, two thumb down. So fist is like neutral. Neutral. Yeah. neutral. Yeah. So we'll, we'll start. Ladies first, Chelsea, what is your ranking for She-Hulk episode one? It's just in the middle. Of course it is. <laughs> that doesn't shock me It has me to have all. room to go up or down, but I'm not like, wow, my so, mind is blown. Such a woman move right now. Like, <laughs> I don't want to give her too much credit. It was all right, but yeah. All right, Alex, what about you? Uh, I give it one thumb up. Yep, that's there. There, there are. There's room for improvement, but I thought it was a lot better than I thought it would be coming into it. It was way better than the trailers, especially that first one. They, that first trailer was. So nice. she came. She came in, thumbs down. Yeah, <laughs> two thumbs down. Like this, and eventually she got to here. So. So hey, moving on up. Well, hey, I was I was one thumbs up, and I'm probably one thumbs up. You know, one thumb up going in and I'm one thumb up coming out. Um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. Like, you know, it had some uh, had some really fun moments. Um, you know, like Alex said, like it didn't it blow me away or anything like that. I do think there's room for improvement. And, you know, there are going to be some wow moments, you know, with the cameos that are going to be happening in this episode and, you know, as episode in the show. And as the show continues to grow as Jennifer Walters kind of, know comes into her own as a character like the show has a lot of potential and i'm excited to be along for the ride i'm excited to have you guys along for the ride i'm excited to have the listeners along for the ride so wait i have a question do we get to talk about house of dragon chelsea i'm gonna tease at the end sorry (laughs) that's all i can think about right now (laughs) okay yes so as we conclude our discussion of she hulk um yeah Burying the lead. That's that's what we do on the Top of Thunder podcast. Uh, House of Dragon premieres Sunday. The 21st, we're, baby. We're all big Game of Thrones fans, Chelsea and Alex, more so than me, but I really do enjoy the series, and I'm very excited. I know, I mean, I, Chelsea just told you how excited she was. Alex, how how, how much you looking forward to this series? Um, I am jacked, man. Like, I'm, I, like, Sunday, 
it's you know I have HBO Max. It's not like I have H. Like I used to have you know back in the day you had HBO and you had to wait till like mm -hmm. nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. But like I have HBO Max, you can watch it anytime. So Sunday night, I'm waiting for all everybody to go to bed, all the kids to go to bed, the wifey, <laughs> the wifey to go to bed because she's not really into that type of stuff. And as soon as everybody's out, turn off all the lights, put on HBO Max, and go ahead and dive into the world of George R. R. Martin once again. Jumping back into Westeros. I'm so excited. I could yep. literally cry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, with that being said, um, you know, we'll be back. Uh, I think, you know, it premieres Sunday, so we'll probably have a podcast up or we'll probably record a podcast Monday night. So that'll be on your feed on Tuesday. Um, you know, we're cover all things fandom, man. Like there's there's so much going on in the world of world of fandom. There's so many fandoms to speak of. Like it, it's just it's just a great time to consume so much content. And we're very excited to have you guys on board for this and hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you did, follow us on Twitter at topic underscore fandom, the topic yep. podcast. Um, I, hmm, I, we're, we're wait, this is our first episode, so I don't know if our, our RSS feed is completely set up yet. I don't know when we will be on Apple and Spotify and all that, but rest assured, we will be on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you will be able to find us. Just search topic fandom podcast and uh yeah with that with that being said on behalf of myself chelsea and alex y'all have a great night god bless brush up on your hulk syllabus this has been top at fandom podcast see y'all